0: Hi, my name is Glory, I'm a second year student studying at the Bartlett School of Architecture in London, originally from Hong Kong. And I'm Yan Shan, a second year architecture student, and I'm into musicals, oil painting, movies, and embarrassingly into self-help and richie biscuits. You're listening to Designing Thoughts with the Archigals, a podcast where we talk about working and creativity, living well, the human condition with relationships, and life experiences. Before we get into the podcast, I would just like to ask for a small favor. It would mean a lot to us if you could leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or leave a comment on our YouTube channel just to let us know how you feel about the podcast and other topics you'd be interested in hearing in. Hi everyone, welcome back to our podcast. Um, Today we're doing, well, we're in person together. um, So we're sharing a mic today. And um, yeah, so I'm your host, Glory, and this is my co-host, Yanshan. And today we're going to be, well, we're going to do a weekly catch up first and because I think it's good like to go through our third year like week by week see how it goes and then um we'll talk about I guess mental health today this week um kind of like how that links to uni and then us start us studying in architecture and how that all links together so hope this will be interesting um yeah so how was your week Yensha? Um it was pretty fun (laughs) yeah you (laughs) did a pretty good week but um in terms of studio I guess it was like not good at the start because of you know like because my tutorial is on Thursday, so I always, like, do... I always get stressed out, like, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then... The build-up until Thursday with yeah, your tutorials. and then Thursday, like, it's, like, release of tension. And then I'm, like, happy today, because today's Friday. And then I'll be sad again next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> just so the cycle. Right now, it's, like, the peak of my cycle. Yeah, it's, like, the, the cycle of... Doing work and tutorials, I guess. Yeah, I'm glad your week was like nice in terms of like hanging out with people because you told me that you did a lot of like fun stuff this week, so it's nice. Today? Yeah. Yesterday? No, yesterday, yeah. You had a like. Yeah, but that was just yesterday, to be fair. The rest of the week was alright. Okay, (laughs) but (laughs) alright, it's like already something to be happy about that it's alright. But yeah, my week was like complete crap. It was so bad. Like, it gets a negative rating, like, compared to like since I've come to London this is like my worst week to date because first of all like I think after the last podcast episode of the weekend I was already like feeling a bit like I don't know where to go with my work because like the idea doesn't seem clear to me and then I was just like not sure how it's gonna progress and then I felt really bad because I have this like looming pressure over me where I'm like okay you need to do well for third year like you can't screw up this week otherwise like it's gonna screw up the rest of your weeks if you screw up this week you know yeah so it was like pretty bad you know and then apart from that actually the the way i resolved that problem was i think i just talked to a lot of people in studio like i talked to my studio mates i talked to like our friend and then it was really nice to like get rid of that tension um And then I also emailed my tutors telling them, oh, I'm struggling, like, can you please help? Um, I typed them like a whole essay of like what my current idea is, and it was really nice because they responded to me, and it like put me back on like kind of the right track. Um, And then apart from that, the biggest thing that happened this week is I almost got scammed. Um, I don't know why I'm so stupid, but um, (laughs) long story short, it started with like those parcel delivery texts. Mm. And it's already so stupid, right? like you would never click into it, but I was actually expecting a parcel so I clicked into it, provided my 16-digit number on my debit card and then after that I was like, oh no, it's under threat because the parcel never delivered so I called my bank and then they were like, okay, we're gonna have an investigation into like this incident and I was like, okay and then the next day somebody claiming to be the bank called me and they were like okay the investigation like we're, we're going through an under investigation and then we see some unusual activity in your bank account and then I was like oh no oh no like someone's like gonna take my money and stuff and then the person was actually the scammer and I don't know why I'm so stupid I think my brain was also not functioning properly because I was so stressed out from the project so I literally gave them like all my codes like I was generating codes Ooh. for them and I told them the <laughs> answer to my security questions for all Online banking. I don't know. Like, now that I say it, it sounds so stupid, right? Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> at, but, like, in the moment, I was like, oh, no. Like, it's, like, it's real. It's happening. And yeah, it yeah. happens so fast. And then afterwards, I remember going, like, um, they asked me to move all my money to, like, a safe bank account that's my own. And then the money never transferred. And I just mm-hmm. freaked out because there was no money on both ends. And I was just sitting in the studio crying. Like, I remember crying for, like, 30 minutes in the studio. You know, that was, like... <laughs> pretty sad thing i mean it sounds funny now but it's actually kind of sad yeah it sounds <laughs> that funny, funny now when i think because nothing okay spoiler alert nothing happened in the end but but it's just stupid like at the I called the bank right after the scammer called me. And then apparently during the phone call when I was generating codes for them, they tried to apply for a personal loan through my my account. But then the bank was like, no. Like, they stopped it. Like, they sent me a text message saying fraud alert during the phone call, but I didn't see it because I was on the phone call. But then after the phone call, I saw the text message. I was like, crap, I have to call the bank now. So then I called the bank, like, again, and then I told them everything that happened. I was, like, crying on the other end of the phone, you know, because I lost, like, I almost lost, like, 3,000 pounds and then it was like so scary and they were like we can tell you're a little bit upset and I'm like yes <laughs> and then it was just you know, they managed to stop the transaction um, on my end and then they just froze all of my um, online banking they like suspended it so um, yeah, I have to wait for the card to come and change all my answers but yeah now I learned my lesson because it was such a traumatic experience no it's just I'm just grateful like nothing actually happened in the end but it was just like really scary you know So I hope no one is as stupid as me. I remember that day, like, and then I just, and then you're like, oh, can I, like, talk to you? Then like, okay. Then you were, like, so sad. I was like, oh my gosh, this is (laughs) a lot of drama for, like, an afternoon, you know. And it all happened, like, in the one and a half hours before. Yeah, I saw you, like, an hour before. And then, like, an hour something later i was like yanshan let's let's talk <laughs> i was already like <laughs> so much stuff happened right. yeah and then i just took the night off like from badminton and stuff because it was just too much and then i slept at like 9 20 p.m and i slept for like 10 hours and i was still tired the next day i think the crying was just so taxing like it took so much of my energy Do <laughs> so you i crying always does though yeah I, I do cry but i'm just glad that like nothing happened and i learned my lesson now i'm not gonna be stupid in the future actually i i told this to my mom that day she was like this will be great podcast content and then i told dan as well like my tutor and he was like this will be great podcast content i was like why is everyone like using the drama of <laughs> my life to like make content anyways um so that was our week but oh but i had a good tutorial yesterday i think like it made the ideas clearer so okay that's good that's good how's like, the rest of your week like, since Wednesday, because this happened on Wednesday. Well, how how was it before Wednesday? Before Wednesday was just, okay, Tuesday, it got better because I talked to people. And then before, like, from, like, last episode, like, Saturday to, like, Monday, it was, like, bad. Mm -hmm. But that was, like, internally. It wasn't because of the scam. And then Tuesday felt a little bit better, like, midway to the day. Mm -hmm. Wednesday was, like, the big drop, like, big crash. And then it was so bad. Thursday, I kind of worked back up to um doing my work and then Friday tutorials is like pretty nice I guess like I remember mm. throughout the week I was like oh my god I produced nothing because it like my mental health was so bad but then when I look back at everything I did on like the tutorial day it's actually not bad you mm-hmm. know I feel like I of just of course Dude, I just oh my- always think this I don't know if you do you think that yeah I was like wow I did jack today then like if I put it together in the my portfolio the pages and I'm like actually it's okay you know? yeah when you look back right you're like not bad but yeah I also talked to my mentees um, yesterday which is like the group of people that you mentor for first year in architecture in Bartlett and you kind of like make sure they're doing okay settling in well and like I talked to a lot of them about like setting a structure and then going into Bartlett and I'm, it's nice to see them like kind of getting used to things you mm-hmm. know compared to like last year's first years mm-hmm. when everything was remote and um, when I was first year um, yeah, it's just nice to talk to them. It was like a nice way to end the but day. But do you remember, like, second week is always like... Like, this time of the year is fine. Like, I remember my, my, big, my big, like, crash in first year was, like, December. Like, oh. when you had to submit the portfolio. So that's January. Like, January, I was like, wow, depressed. This is over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I was telling them, I was like, oh, when's your crit? And they were like, what's crit? And then ah, uh-huh, They did not know what's crit? Oh, my Half <laughs> of them didn't know. And then I, I feel like I basically spoiled the entire first year to them but i think bartlett kind of changed up the structure of first year Mm -hmm. anyway so i don't know how much i'm spoiling the Mm -hmm. thing but Mm -hmm. they're gonna have crits crits is like a must um Mm -hmm. but i don't know their portfolio submission or how that's gonna go but it's just nice to like reflect back on like my first year and see how they're doing now Mm -hmm. so yeah that was our week um pretty nice pretty not nice nice for Yenshan, not nice (laughs) yours is like all right i think it was just all right like i just have struggling with work and also I was struggling with, like, balancing, What's will talk about it later, but, like, balancing, like, work, like, because I do a nanny thing with, like, school work. You have a part-time job. Yeah, but I have quit it, so it's fine. Okay, well, I mean, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> but, I mean, just this week also being in studio, like, I just appreciate talking to so many people in my unit, getting to know them, and then, like, the problems they were facing. Like, even yesterday, I had, like, two really good conversations with um, my unit mates, and they were going through some, like, Bad stuff like they just had a rough week, okay. So it's nice to like share experiences, and it's nice because like when you're in studio, the energy kind of dissipates. I think it's interesting that your unit is like so nice and your unit is not nice, no, I, no, it's like your unit's like so, so like willing to talk about this kind of stuff and like supportive about it. I feel like you have different um energies. Yeah. My energy is like go work, go, go, work, get work, shit work, done, you know. Okay, okay, well, I'm glad, or maybe my... it's just me, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's move on to the okay mental health <laughs> portion because we'll talk more about that later as well. So uh, we wanted to talk about this because I think it's like, An issue that's not really talked enough Mm -hmm. I mean like the Bartlett does like send okay they send out occasional emails saying Mm -hmm. that you can talk to them Mm -hmm. but I feel like even within like the studio themselves like Mm -hmm. it's not really talked enough I feel like Mm -hmm. it should be like a more bigger issue that people should discuss more Mm -hmm. but I guess sometimes it's like a bit uncomfortable to talk about it when you're going through it and also like in certain areas it might be like taboo to talk about these things because you're like oh that's like so self centered to like talk about your feelings you should be like more focused on your work type of thing so uh yeah it's nice to just talk about these things okay so i guess you could talk about like what stuff you face because i feel like for me it's just in first year it was like getting used to the thing and then getting used to the cost and then like dr- uh, juggling doing living stuff like food like cooking and then co-curricular stuff because I, I was in cheerleading in first year mm-hmm. it's like school and then I guess like also not being used to having to put in like so much effort to school because I think um, we talked about this before like how like at A-levels it's like easier like school is just easier in general because they have like a structure they like set everything there for you and then once you go home it's over but then here you have to like organize not only school stuff but like stuff you do when you go home or, like, I know, calls. yeah and also like the content is just you can cram it and then like if it's near, near, near your exam or whatever you can just like study it then you know but then I feel like at uni is like architecture is like constantly I think it's just like our course I I feel like it could be it could be uni in general just more difficult yeah I think so like I feel like sometimes like parents might think like uni is just like fine like easy type of thing but then like I feel like it evolved so much from like their generation that now it's like a lot it's all on you like you do your own research and everything and it's like I don't know I find it hard probably real life is harder (laughs) oh no (laughs) (laughs) Not ready for real life. This is just us being bitches. (laughs) (laughs) This is just prepping us for, like, real life, but... (sighs) But yeah, anyways, I I faced the same thing with you, like... I faced the same thing as you in year one. So, like, first year, like... Because I was joining a lot of, like, societies in uni. Like, I feel like you... Also... I don't know, like, Bartlett never, like, supported this, but I felt like there was, like, an underlying culture of, like, spending long hours in the studio to mm. do work. Mm-mm. Like, which is toxic. Which is still now, though. Yeah, it's still now, right? Like, it's it's kind of toxic, you no, know? it wasn't just a first-year thing. it's it's an always thing. Okay, I guess it's an always thing. I, but, like, okay, I felt it very strongly during first year. But I mean, it's good that the Bartlett doesn't open, like, 24-7. Because... <laughs> Like it doesn't open twenty four hours because some studios like in the UK like other unis they open for twenty four hours. Really? Yeah, yeah. The one I went to Bath it opens for twenty four hours. But that'd be nice though, cause no. I like working at night. Okay, okay, fine. Uh, But anyways, um, yeah, like Yanshan said, I think it's an ongoing thing. But like I said last week, like my my tutor also says that like it's really not expected of you to like spend such long hours. I remember in first year, like some of the people I know, they were like having such a fun time, like pulling all-nighters together in like the student center. And I was like, no, I I can't do that. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) we didn't participate in that i think it's also like building on from that it's also like getting used to how the bartlett functions i think that's what a lot of the first years are going through this year as well like you have to know like at the beginning you don't know what's expected of you each week right like how much Mm -hmm. work you're supposed to produce like how are you supposed to show it do you like print it out do you show on a computer like Mm -hmm. what does your tutor want you know you have to like get used to all these things in the beginning while juggling all of the you know, getting groceries, doing laundry, making sure you're like flat. is like not in a state of mess. I guess so. You have to like balance everything, which is like really hard. Which is why I always say this because after my first tutorial, I just cried. Do you? Did you? Yeah, I did. Didn't I tell you this all the time? I always, I said I cried after my first ever tutorial on Bartlett. What did I say? Okay, like they're usually very nice. In the no, tutorial. actually, there's nothing. It's not my tutor's fault at all. Like she, he was actually so nice to me. Like he was telling me the things I should do for the next tutorial, and he laid them all out for me. But the thing is, I think I was just super overwhelmed by like everything happening all at once. Like I have to go home, do this, do this, do that, and then I have to do so. I okay in my mind at the time after the tutorial I felt like I have to do so much stuff I have to get all these materials and do all these models and for like next tutorial so it got so overwhelming that's like in the tutorial I was like yeah yeah that's great and then afterwards I just like cried in the corner because it was like it was too much for me I think Mm -hmm. and then after I like after I got myself together I was like okay it's manageable like I can do it and then like that's how it went from there so yeah it's kind of the same feeling I felt this year like right at the beginning of the week I felt like I have to juggle so many things uh, I feel like it's always comes at the start of the year yeah like, for rough start rough for you start. okay maybe not you then to I me mean, it comes when I have to submit something and I yeah, have I nothing like, to submit I feel like our mood graphs like differ like you have dips when I'm not like having a dip which yeah. is good like which as we good. like support each other yeah it's not every worse yeah and then, I think that, actually, the main thing that made my mental health really bad in first year was, like, homesickness. I know yours is not as strong as mine, mm-hmm. but, like, it was really bad for me. Like, I remember, like, crying during our, I, this this episode is just, like, Glory crying. Like, it's just, <laughs> until now, it's just me crying. But, um, I, I remember crying during our field trip to Rome. Like, I don't know if you remember, because I was, like, I just missed my mom, like, my parents so much, and... It was just hard because I, I felt like like it, it was like a change between getting used to going back to a home with like no parents oh, from Christmas right because Rome was after Christmas oh yeah it was all because we yeah because we went back home during Christmas and then it was like a big dip after you go straight to um you know UK and studying again so yeah mm. do you did you have homesickness issues not really but I was sad in January after the Rome trip because of the submission though No, not after the Rome trip before the Rome trip. Okay. No. Yeah. Before, because of the submission, because I had gone back for Christmas and I had done the jack at home, <laughs> then I came back. I had to like uh, do it. Yeah, I remember us doing the portfolio together on A one pieces of paper, and you were like just trying like to but finish. But I'm so it. happy that like now, like I'm kind of happy that second year happened online because it's all In digital. a way, because it's all and now like my digital portfolio is fine. Like I don't have to like print this shit out. It's like that's so 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 irritating. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's the same for me honestly I feel like it's just I don't like physical portfolios because it wastes paper and I'm, I don't think to carry it around yeah and at, well I think I'm just very big on like you know veganism environmental like try to go low waste as possible like save the environment anyways um so I just don't like printing out so many pieces of paper when they're gonna change like your tutor's gonna look at kind it of be like yeah I don't like this and then you have to like change it all over again and print it out again and that just seems so wasteful to me mm. but yeah Anyways, so, uh, how was second year for you? We kind of talked about this in the, like, first ever episode, but I guess we can, oh, like, right. hone in on, like, the main parts of, like, bad well, mental health parts of second year. Because it's all remote. Yeah. Well, second year was, was bad because, cause, like, you couldn't go in the studio, and then it was, like, you couldn't talk about your stuff, and then it just, like, felt like you were designing in a vacuum in a way where yeah. it was, like, you couldn't get inspiration for anything. And then, also, um, for the second half of second year, I stayed by myself in... London, mm. and that was a bit like not very nice. I mean, like it was fine because it was good for me personally to like experience it and also to grow and whatnot and take care of the and stuff, but then it was also like not great for design. Yeah, yeah, same. It's just, I guess, it's the same theme for the both of us. It's like no one to talk to. And then like if you want to talk about the project, like you have to like make an extra effort to like talk about it. Mm-hmm. Whereas in studio, everyone comes around, you're like, What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And then you talk about the project. So I guess mm-hmm. that's like the studio culture that we're missing. And it's so mm-hmm. much harder to form like an, a unit bond as well mm-hmm. because everything was remote. Like I feel like I don't even know like eighty percent of the people in my unit from last year. Like I know them, I know who they are, I know their names and what they look like, but mm-hmm. you don't really know them. You know, Mm. Um, yeah. Or even the tutors, like I don't know. Yeah, even the tutors, because when you're in person, it's just so much things come out so naturally, Mm. and then on Zoom, it's just you have to mute, unmute, unmute, and you just talk what you need to say, and then you move on. But the usually the good parts of the conversation is what you don't really need to say, and then that sparks something.
1: Mm. You know,
0: Um, yeah. The other thing is like, like closing the camera, like you know when you have tutorial days or when you have tutorials or when you're having like anything in general. Like, I really like the friction of like going to a place and then like ending it. You have those small moments where you just talk to people and then you move on from that event. But then at home when you're just like on a computer, it's always just like you turn off the camera and then like, that's it. Like you're by yourself again. Like it ended in like Mm, one second. mm. And then you have that sense of dread that like happens right after you turn off your camera, you know, and then you... I don't know if you feel like like, I don't know. (laughs) It's very different, but it's interesting. I talked this I I actually discussed this with my I discussed this with my unit mate yesterday and she was like she felt the same thing when you like turn off your camera and then like bass it. Really? I get so relieved I'm like, oh my god it's over. Now I can chill for like an hour. But what if what if you're like so stressed about the tutorial and then you're like, okay, turn it off and then you're like, okay, it's just me and myself and all my like sense of dread thoughts okay no, I don't, I don't. <laughs> no we're just different yeah but it's after tutorial you don't have anyone to discuss your project with right but then like say yesterday when i had tutorials oh, right. you discuss it with people and then if you're really stressed out after like say like a bad tutorial then you let the negative energy like dissipate throughout the studio and then you feel a lot better and lighter when you go home you're like can can you not relate? I don't to like this? talking about my project as much as you do. I don't. Okay, I don't. Actually, I don't talk about it a lot. Okay, know? but I don't really like 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 t- talking about stuff in general. I like to like, not get out stuff in general. I don't really like talking about my project. Why? I I like to think about it myself. But then you might get like inspo from other people. Yeah, I, I might. But I also like I don't know. Like it's just more effort. I don't know. It's like I, it's like right after the tour, I want to like digest what they say. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Do you do you immediately start working after tutorial or do you like chill? I start googling stuff like I chill though. I always like get a snack on make tea. Oh, I I just do stuff that's not related to um, oh. tutorial because I need to take a break from everything. Mm. I mean yesterday after tutorial because I needed to wait all the way until my mentee meeting so I just did history. <laughs> I was like I'm chilling and then they were like oh my god history is so chill and I'm just reading like so dense readings. Or like three hours, <laughs> so I guess that's not chill. But um, yeah, it's just nice to talk to people. I mean, it doesn't have to be about your project; It can just be like other things, you know. Cause I feel yeah. like because I because because of the scam, I cried in the studio. I feel like everyone's got... close to you now. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, that's not what I was trying to say. It's just I feel like I got better quickly compared oh. to like if I was at home yeah, alone okay. and I was just like depressed crying by myself. That would have okay. been like quite bad. Okay, that makes know? sense. Yeah. Well, so then, uh, yeah, then after that, we talk, can talk about like how we got help for it. So, yeah. mine was more as a chillax method of going for UCL free counselling. It was free. And then, it was just like, because I was like, oh, I should probably talk to someone about feeling low. This is in the second year, second mm. half. And then, so you, you apply to, to UCL, and then you wait to get referred to like an external um, counselling service called CareFirst then after that you get a counsellor like four weeks later but my problem is that i was sad now and then i got the counsellor four weeks later so it wasn't like super helpful as it would have been if i got it on the spot so then and also i feel like the counsellor wasn't like the right fit for me but that's just probably like the one that i got because i feel like she uh, didn't really uh relate to my experiences or like sympathize that much because i guess it's like like my problems are not big or universal problems. Like, it's not, like, relationship problems or, like, friendship mm-hmm. drama. It's just, like, feeling like you're not good enough for work. And all she could say was, was kind of like, oh, yeah, you're, you're, like, a perfectionist, but, you know, just... Just chill. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, thanks, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> I mean, I guess, like, the, the thing with UCL counselling is that they kind of make it clear that they're not professional counsellors. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, like, actual therapy. It's just... Because it's a free service, it's just, like, for people to, I guess, go when you mm-hmm. have, like, kind of problems, but, like, not, like, clinical diagnosed mm-hmm. mental health mm-hmm. illnesses, you know? So, uh, I guess that's probably why it's delayed by, like, four weeks for you, which I guess doesn't... Well, that's kind of bad, like, you want to do it now. But, yeah, I, I guess that's alright. I mean, online, I saw that they had same-day appointments, but I don't know how reliable that is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never tried UCL counseling, because... I don't know, it it seems very, like, surface level to me, it might not be, I don't know, but, but, like, even from what you said, like, you said it wasn't, like, particularly helpful in, like, actually pinpointing your issues, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, um, but for me, like, I went to counseling outside, like, twice, because I had a lot of, like, issues to work through, like, I feel like I did have depression at, like, one point, probably, like, anxiety was, like, pretty bad, um, so... So I did have to go to like counseling from outside. And like my experience is that like it's helpful. Um, the only thing is that if like I wish everyone could do counseling. Like if the world could actually provide that. But obviously like it's a lot of like fi- like you need to have the financial support to do it before you go for it. Um, so I actually went to two. The first one, like, I had to pay. And the second one was, like, surprisingly free. But that when one... When did you go for the first one? Like, the first the first one was around 2018, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them were in Hong Kong. Like, I went to both of them, like... Okay, one was before uni, one was during uni. But mm-hmm. it was, like, second year. Mm-hmm. So the first one was, like... Um, I had to pay for it, and it was in 2018. So that was before uni. And then we... I just thought it was nice to have someone to talk to about like your problems like as a third party that's not involved in everything because mm-hmm. like they don't have like a preconceived notion of how you are as a person right and there's no like uh, difficult like relations between you and this person they're just seeing you from like their point of view mm-hmm. and then you can talk to them about anything and like you won't get judged for it mm-hmm. so I feel like that's really good and then we worked through a lot of the things like self-blame that I put on myself and then we did some like really cool like visualization exercises and like like analyzing the problems that i had and that was pretty nice and just having someone to talk to um and then i went to uni after that but then i feel like there's still this underlying problem that was like never resolved so um but to be fair like mental health problems you never really resolve them Mm -hmm. right so um and then during second year during the lockdown that's when i realized things were like actually really bad because i feel like when i go to uni um, during first year it was very like a distraction like it distracted me away from all of my negative thoughts because everything was happening like there was so much happening and happening so fast like the project like going to events joining societies like all these things were kind of distracting me from like an underlying problem but then when COVID hit and like things were like during lockdown I feel like that's when everything kind of like came out and it was like pretty bad so I had I was like maybe I should go back into counseling and then I fa- it was really lucky, I'm really grateful for it, that I found this place in Hong Kong that does counseling for free because it's supported by, like, Li Ka Shing in Hong Kong so, people who go to that service, like, doesn't need to pay for anything which is really good, but the only thing is, like, you have 8 to 12 sessions which is, like, more than enough, to be honest, like, for me at least and it was really nice to see them, like, go through issues and, like, because that particular place uses, like, Buddhist teachings but they're not trying to, like, make you into a Buddhist, they're just using the teachings from, like Buddhism to like go through your problems which is actually really nice like it's a really Zen thing and then you do like meditation and stuff Which is like really good and then like each each session we work through like issues I have and then you kind of like the actually the most important thing I got from it was like recognizing that like good has so many aspects and it's like not just work related you know because I feel like for the both of us because we're such perfectionists we put so much of our self-worth on the grades we get and like the projects we're doing right now in school but it's also recognizing that there's so many other aspects that makes you who you are and that's not the only thing that defines like if you're good enough and like your worth you know and yeah it's just really helpful in like recognizing the thought patterns of like why I'm thinking the way I do and how that framed me right now as a person from like events in the past i think mm-hmm. yeah i mean i talked to you about it too right and then like you thought it was quite nice for yeah, me yeah i thought the counseling was interesting because it's sort of like teaches you new strategies to deal with stuff yeah even if they're not all helpful yeah i mean after each session i just feel like quite relieved and like i remember the last session i was like so sad that it's ending but um i'm just glad that i was able to go through the journey and then like kind of you know bring this new mindset into like school which is why I feel like this week, even though I had a really bad week, like, I don't think it would have been as bad as, like, say if I was in first year. Because I feel like in first year, I didn't have the mindset, like, of how to deal with these mm-hmm. things. And it would have been, like, so I bad. think it's the same for everyone, though. Like, you know, you learn stuff. You just you learn, learn stuff, stuff as you grow. It's the same, like, you kind of learn things along the way in uni as well. Like, mm-hmm. you start off as, like, being this... Like, delicate flower at the beginning of uni. Okay, that's not everyone. But, like, I feel like for me it was. Because mm-hmm. I was very, like, I didn't know anything, you know? hmm Yeah. So now that we're both not actually doing counseling at the moment, um, I mean, it's just kind of on our... We're just kind of on our own, like, working through life and school and things. So, I mean, it's really common to get a bad week um, when you study architecture and doing a project. Um, when things... When you kind of, like, hit a block, it's really common to feel like, really bad, so, like, what are some of your coping strategies, you know, if you don't do counseling? Um, I think for me it's, like, mainly time managing my time, because I get distracted very easily by, like, friends, and then by, like, going out, or, like, doing things, going, um, even, like, yeah, not even going out, I don't even go out that often, it's just, like, going out, like, literally going out, like, going to shopping, or, like, going for dinner. I still feel like you go out more than me, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't even go out, like, like regularly though like clubbing I mean you know okay kind of okay, okay but like yeah going out like as in just normally going out and then also like going uh, yeah and I get attracted by friends mm-hmm. easily so I think for me it's like managing my time Um, yeah like just me- making sure that like I have enough time to do everything today so as I mentioned just now like I had a part-time job this year but then because it's like a few odd jobs here and there so I quit some of them recently and that was really good for me like yeah because even though the money would be nice. But it's also, like, just because, like, there's not enough time or mental energy in a day to, to, like... Yeah. I think it's interesting that what I learned also was that I need to portion out my time, but also my mental, like, downs or oh, downtime. Like mm-hmm. So, like, even when we're talking about going to studio, sometimes going to studio takes too much out of me because I have to interact with people and talk about my project and, like, be aware of people around me in general so i have to like learn how to balance that with going in when i feel like it and with like doing stuff that for myself like going to the gym yeah because even like back then when you were telling me about like your part-time job i was like how are you doing all of this like all at once because i would see you in studio and then you would be like okay i have to go now and i'm like why and then you're like i have to like do my job like part-time job nannying and i was like how are you doing all of this and then after your job you would like continue working again I can't I can't do that but, I mean obviously the money would be nice but it's just I don't know like I wouldn't be able to do that mm. but I think now it's, it's good that you have a mindset of like how much you can juggle and like which one is like has more priority over the other because mm-hmm. I think you made this like you did the same thing in year one where you did like you know cheerleading and then like you're like other societies and it was just piling on your work yeah and and then then quit yeah same same (laughs) I mean at least you you had the experience of doing it and then you like recognized that it was like not it was like too much on your plate and then you because also like it's not worth doing if you like can't put yourself in it 100% yeah right yeah the I think the main issue for me that I have to cope with is just like like bad thoughts like, I feel like my time management... Okay, this is, like, not a flex, but I feel like my time management is probably better than yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I... The thing I do is, like, I follow the structure, right? Like, I follow the, the structure of, like, well how my day is gonna go. Um... I try to follow it as much as possible like I wake up early go to the gym and then go to the studio and then like spend like 9 to 10 hours there and then go home cook dinner and then like sleep that's usually my daily structure unless like I have events meet up with friends and then I change that schedule up but that's kind of like my base schedule for like every day apart from the weekends um, and then I try to follow that as much as possible. And then I also do meal prepping. So I just cook everything, like, say, on Monday. And then that would be, like, last me to Wednesday. And then cook again on, like, Wednesday or Thursday. And then that would last mm. me to the weekend. So it's, like, there's not much, like, surprise elements, I guess. It's not, like, okay, now I have time so I can, like, do this. Because I feel like you do this thing with gym where, like, say, 4 o'clock in the studio, you're, like, I have to go to the gym now. And then I was, like, why don't you just, you know, but find a time where... I think it's different because, like, I can't do that. Like I don't, okay. I don't even like like the fact that like I, knowing that I have all my meals prepped also makes me sad. Like why? Because it's like then now I have to, now I have to eat this thing oh, again. Okay. And then and now it's like what if I want to eat something else? I, I think it's like different from okay yeah or just I different. think then I think it just varies like you mm-hmm. just have to find what you like doing. I mean because right now you already like quit stuff that you don't need. So like if it works for you now, then I think it's fine because yeah. you mean you had an all right week too. Yeah. It's I think, not like yeah. It's not I like, think, like even at the gym. It's like I need it now because I need it now though. Like it's like a You're very like spontaneous. I'm very like plan ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's the difference. Um yeah, and then the other thing is just kinda like damage control when something really bad happens and that like takes a toll on like my my feelings of like self worth and like mental health. It's just I feel like I I need to learn to be able to like talk about it mm. when I'm going through it, you know? Because right that's, yeah that's Be- actually quite a good point because you always talk about it in retrospect I always talk about it after like even this episode when you were telling me to like let's talk about mental health glory and I was like no I had a really bad week I don't want to talk about it like it's it's so hard but then like I but want you talk about it in studio Yeah, okay, So, (laughs) because, no, because everyone can see me, like, crying, (laughs) so, like, I have to talk about it, (laughs) and I kind of, like, low-key force myself, like, no, Gloria, you have to, like, talk about it, you can't just, like, hold it all in, you know, you have to, like, let it out, and then that's when the negative energy, like, dissipates, you know, but, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just feel like I have to talk about it, talk to friends about it, Mm -hmm. even, like, about the project when I feel like I'm in a rut, like, you just have to voice it out, you know, I feel like even like my tutors was, like, a really good thing to do because even last year when I was feeling really stuck, I feel like I spent so much time just like, it gets in my head, you know, and I'm like, oh no, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Yeah. How do I make it good? I make it good? And it is so like damaging so I like, have to talk to someone about it otherwise I'll like internally explode with my thoughts. So yeah, just damage control, I think. That's interesting because you don't go through that. I think I, I do, but like my strategy is always like quit stuff and leave. And... <laughs> So like if I commit to too many things, then I quit stuff and then make time for it, and then I force myself to like do it. I don't know. Is it like all of your problems come from like doing too many things? Yeah. Okay, cause that you see that's different for me. Like I feel like all of my problems just comes from like if one thing goes wrong from like the tower of perfection, I will like 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 spiral out of control, and I will be like no. Say. Do you not have that? I mean, you're professional. <laughs> you're professional. I'm not as precious too- as you though. Okay, fine. <laughs> But yeah. you, I mean, and you're more chill anyways, like as a person, I feel like. Mm. That's a good point as well, like to, to learn to chill for you. I think I am very capable of chilling. But I think <laughs> even for me, like sometimes being able to step back from your project and be like, yeah, it doesn't define me. It's not related to me. And yeah. it's I, I have so many other things going for myself. Yeah. It's fine. I, I talked to my unit mate about this and then he was like, when I was like feeling really crap this week and he was like, Take your work seriously, but don't take yourself seriously. It's like when you're doing your work oh, like he was like when you're doing your work, you just focus on your work. And then when you leave the studio, you just like focus on being glory, you know? And then mm-hmm. like it like not everything is like about the piece of work because this week was so damaging because all of my free time I'll be walking on the streets and I'll be thinking about my project. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do I make it better? How do I make it better? And it's just like so tiring. Like I would I get a headache from like thinking so much, you know? Just mm-hmm. quite bad. So moving forward i'm gonna like well that's like the point of like being creative or going to a creative course also right or like not not the point but like that's one of the main features and that's why we we like it also because like it's something that you can think about all the time and that like you know if you put an effort that it will get better and then you also know that like sometimes you you need to like struggle through a problem or like to try different things and they all turn out shitty for something good to come out of it and I think that's like part of it that I enjoy as well I enjoy that like if I if I'm out of the studio if I just think about my project then it'll be like wow I can work on this like it's it feels like very personal to me and, and I I don't know that's why I, that's that's why I chose a creative course yeah I, I I mean I do like the fact that like it's a very personal thing like your project will always link to you in some way so mm-hmm. that's really nice and you can think about it often you know and like the other point I wanted to make is that like like voicing your your opinions and thoughts out because like it's like not even like talking to friends about it like it's also like people in the Bartlett like someone's probably going through the same thing as you or Mm -hmm. like you went through the same thing that someone else is going through and it's just like no like knowing for a fact that like you're not alone which was Mm -hmm. yesterday when I talked to to two people in my unit who were like had a rough week Mm -hmm. and it's just letting them know that you know I had a rough week too like we're kind of going through the same thing so it's okay Mm -hmm. like one week is not gonna like you know derail you you derail like your entire thing in the grand scheme it's so interesting because I feel like your problems that you need to like take a step back but problems that I need to like care more generally (laughs) about (laughs) that. that's why we're like a good balance (laughs) I guess like I keep you in check and then you're like glory you need to chill (laughs) you know I guess so (laughs) because I feel like even though talking to people helps sometimes for me at least usually the solution is like like put your head down and work which is different from you I think I because th- you don't like talking about it I don't know like to your mom or I don't know what do you mean I like talking to my mom about my problems Sure, you do like yeah I actually <laughs> I, there was like another point I wanted to make from like that I got yesterday from um, tutorials is that they're like there's my, my tutor dad, like, he, he had this quote, I forgot who it's from, sorry. It's, uh, there's meaning before and after the drawing, but there's no meaning, like, during the drawing. Whoa. Kind of thing. It's, like, pretty deep. Like, I feel like he was, like, I didn't get it in the beginning, now I get it. I feel like I kind of get it, but, like, I don't really get it. It's almost like there's, like, a start and ending point to your drawing, and then you give it meaning before that. But then, right. when you're doing, because, because this year I want to be very analog, so I'm just doing a lot of pencil drawing, and it's like when you're actually so immersed in like doing the work you just kind of like things kind of like disappear around you you know like you're just focusing on the piece of work you're doing and then according to dan like there's like a part of your brain that works that doesn't work when you're not doing that piece of work because it's like very intuitive like you make decisions like while you're doing it and then that kind of like stimulates a part of your brain that's not usually stimulated and you just like keep doing it and then you like you no, know, forget about, like, I don't know if that's the same for like you. Like, you mean? Like, get, get going to Yeah. Flow. Like, you're very yeah. in the zone. Yeah. And then, yeah. You have that? I have it when I paint. Yeah, you're just very, yeah. like, in it, right? Yeah. It's, I guess... I have it sometimes when I... Okay, not draw. My drawing is not the best. I have it when I model sometimes as well. Mm, yeah, yeah. That's why, like, this year, I guess the project's very personal, but it's gonna be, like, kind of, like, mental health and, like, how... For me, my project's gonna be about mental health and then, like, how the drawing itself also relates to like like the act of drawing itself kind of relates back to like mental health and like a form of like therapy kind of thing Anyway, so i won't go too in depth because like <laughs> <If> popular presentation <laughs> portfolio presentation is my therapy um yeah but i won't go too much in depth into it because the ideas is still not like very clear but do you think like youtube and stuff is also good like therapy youtuber stuff youtube and stuff like, like making, like making con- videos making yeah. content for youtube um yeah I I do think so I mean yesterday after tutorials I just went home and then like edit videos and then like uploaded this one video it's it's nice to like move away from like Bartlett work cuz I think the thing also like my tutor said yesterday is like in an ideal situation you would just keep working on your piece of work and like make decisions as you go but because we're in such an academic setting you always have people giving you feedback you're like you need to meet all these requirements from like the royal reba like royal institute of british architects and then you need like the bartlett to approve what you're doing Mm -hmm. so you have to meet all these standards um but like you know sometimes you just want to like have like enjoy the piece of work so it's like how can you like do a piece of work under after under meeting all these requirements and it's just different when you're making content for YouTube because you know it's not there's not as much like requirement okay there is like copyright or whatever but like creative wise it's very free like you do what you want and like you said last time I know what the output is yeah. I can see it in advance so it's like it's kind of therapeutic for me to like you know work step by step and work towards that goal you know yeah. film parts of your day and then like build up the video like the edited video as you go um, but I guess that's also the fun part of doing a project at the Bartlett where you don't know what the end goal is going to look like and you just keep changing like, it. You as wouldn't you want that to be how architecture as a course works. Well, I wouldn't want that. because You, you want it to I, be clear? I, I, I wouldn't want it to be so clear. Yeah, no, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- yeah that's yeah. the good like, part agree of it. I you. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't want it to be so clear. Yeah, that's why I'm saying like YouTube is like a good contrast to that because yeah. you know what the end goal would look like. You can't have too much of one thing. You need, like, both, you know? Like, you need, like, exploring the project and also, like, kind of knowing what you're doing. Mm. Yeah. Anything to add? Not really. Okay. I mean, the the most important thing for us is just... I don't know, we can talk to each other, keep each other in check. Getting help if you need it. Yeah, getting help if you need it, I think it's a big one. I'm, I mean, you, like, if you're in uni, they give out free counseling service. Just, like, make the most out of what you have in uni, and then um, talk to your friends about it. Like, for me, at least, maybe not Shan. like, voicing out your thoughts to other people might be useful, too. So, um yeah, and then, like, t- if time management is a big thing, like, look at, like, your your um, commitments. Because I know, uh, I just people in uni tend to put too much stuff on their plate so it's just like looking through your commitments, which one has high priority and then like work through all of that and then um, yeah sometimes the struggle is just you just have to go through it it's just part of the project, maybe part of your course doesn't necessarily have to be a creative course or architecture but just like make the most out of it and anything you go through makes you like a stronger person of like who you are today and in the future like it's all, it will all come back to you and like work out for you in the end you know Um, yeah that's all I want to say yeah all right thank you so much for listening to this episode and um, we'll see in the next one bye